I put the question out there. I did want to know, do you swim in the Swan River? And now that's taking it to another level. Do you go in the middle of the night? I certainly, there's no chance I am swimming in the Swan River in daylight, let alone in the evening. But anyway, that's just me. But more and more people are taking to City Rivers for a bit of a dip. And Dr. Rebecca Olive is a Senior Research Fellow at the Centre for Urban Research at RMIT and knows a bit about this. G'day, Rebecca. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm a, well. Look, okay. I'm okay, but I probably just uh, let you know there that I am not a river swimmer. Are you? Not a river swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you swim in rivers, Rebecca? Well, um, I'm. I mostly swim in oceans, but mm. now uh, and. And I was recently living, until recently, was living in Brisbane where we definitely don't swim in the river or there's very few people who swim in the river. But now I'm down here in Melbourne. I know there are people who do swim in some parts of the Yarra. So it's just I need so to get murky. in there and give it a go. Yeah, the, 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 at least the Swan River on a really good day is, is pretty spectacular. But the Yarra is just, well, that's a bit brown. It's too brown for me. But there are, <laughs> yes. there are more people taking to river swimming. The actual purpose of talking to you is that it's actually on the rise. More people are swimming in the city rivers. Why? Well, that's a very good question. I mean, I think that you're absolutely right that there's a trend in in um, river swimming in cities, and part of that I think is there was a there was a growing interest in outdoor swimming in Australia anyway, in um not but outdoor not in pools, so open water, let's say. Um, so ocean swimming was booming, but I think with the pandemic and the lockdowns. Um, that people were experiencing, whether that was in um, having to be locked in their house with very limited mobility in a city or even within a state when the state was locked down, people were looking to what was in their own proximity. And so I think people were rethinking about rivers at the time. There's also a real movement at the moment in terms of thinking about our health practices, about thinking of what get called green and blue spaces, blue spaces, uh, green spaces being like forests, and then blue spaces being water spaces, as you say, blue is a little bit misleading because a lot of water spaces aren't at all blue. They can be very murky, um, but, but we just use it as a general term. Let's but be honest, it's very Rebecca, good for us. Brown spaces. It's very good it. for us to be outdoors in these spaces, and they have it has huge health benefits. So I think that these things combined have seen this real surge in interest in um, swimming in urban rivers. Yeah, if you, if you call it brown spaces, people aren't really going to be drawn to that, I don't think, Rebecca. <laughs> so let's just call them blue spaces and green spaces. Is there is, is the difference when we talk about sort of blue spaces and being out? So then you, people could just jump in a swimming pool, but I'm not sure you get the same benefits as whether it's in a river or if it's the ocean. What is the difference, do you think? So I, there's definitely different benefits. I want to be very clear and say I'm a, a lover of pool swimming and I'm a big advocate of getting in a pool because they're incredibly accessible for lots of people. They can feel quite safe. They're very regulated. There's um, someone watching you. So if you're not a confident swimmer, they're really, you know, safe to go into. There's change rooms. They're often heated and so on. So I'm definitely pro pool swimming. Um, but the benefit, there are different benefits that we get from swimming in outdoor spaces. Some of that is to do with colours. Um, you know, like the, the different kinds of colours that you're seeing and, and they're not artificial kinds of colours. Some of it's to do with the animals and plants that you encounter in these kinds of, um, you know, nature encounters that we have, whether that's with birdsong or seeing a lizard or, um, you know, the beautiful light dappling through the trees. Like these things are, you know, for our mental health can be very beneficial. Um, yeah, and so it's it's... 
but it's mainly to do with, you know, challenging ourselves to get out of the kind of domestic um, or uh, built environments that we're used to and to, to put ourselves in situations where we have a lot less control. Yes, a lot less control. And that's why I sort of, I like to be swimming in an area where I can see around me because honestly, if I'm swimming in a river and something should just graze me if ever so slightly, uh, I don't even want to tell you what I'd look like. I'd be frantically trying to get to shore and it could have just been a leaf, Rebecca. But maybe the more times you try, it's as simple, simple as you just got to give it a go and then you get over your own anxieties and fears and then things will be okay. Yeah, it's very interesting because I swim in oceans where sharks are part of, and they are Mm -hmm. in the Swan River, of course, as Mm -hmm. well, are part of the ecology and they're part of the possible kind of encounters, animal encounters that we can have when we swim in water. I don't know that anyone ever really gets over those fears, um, but I think that when you're if you decide to swim out in waters in where you know there can be a risk, then you have to find a way to accommodate it in your thinking and in how you're going to be in that water. And so I think when you're, for swimmers who go in the water regularly, that becomes part of how they're making sense of going swimming in the water and thinking of ourselves in terms of a big picture of the world and the ecologies is actually a really healthy thing. Like I think it's a, there's a lot of humility in that. When you're not used to swimming, it might not be part of your thinking. And so it's, um, it, it's much more of a shock when you have these uh, leaves grazing you or fish nibbling you. Um, <laughs> obviously, bigger fish are a different sort of story. But I don't know that you ever get used to it. I don't know that I ever have. But it's certainly um, you get used to those feelings and you get used to those sorts of encounters um, when you're in the water. All right. I thank you for your time today, Rebecca. All the best with the next ocean swim. Thanks so much. It's Dr. Rebecca Olive, Senior Research Fellow at the Centre for Urban Research at RMIT. Big fan of pool swimming, but she says there are different benefits if you swim in the ocean or swim in the rivers, and more people are taking to rivers to swim. And I want to know, if you swim in the Swan River, have you taken to that recently? Why was it? How have you found the experience? Is it different to jumping into the ocean where there's sharks there too? I'm keen for your thoughts. One double three eight eighty two.